0: Hello.
1: Hello. Podcast time. It's podcast time. This is the time for the podcast. podcast.
0: To record a podcast.
1: Yeah. This is not the time for you guys to listen to the podcast. Well, that depends on how you view linear time. Ooh. (laughs) Because for us, it's the time to record it.
0: Someone's been locked in a sandstorm.
1: (laughs) Oh my how many God, times that was... in
0: the last two weeks have you thought, what is linear time really?
1: <laughs> More times than than you'd think. Um, there's an article in the LA Times that, you know, it's not for this show, it's for the, the, the Yoke and We Live show, which we do on Fridays, <laughs> which is our non-racism show, or at least it tries to be. You can get it at suboptimalpods.com. But uh, there's an article in the LA Times about city dwellers who fled to the desert during the pandemic and how they're now facing the harsh realities of of desert life and I'm like man we got a head start we faced harsh realities in 2019 mm-hmm. yeah I'm way ahead on the curve You're Ready?
0: Of, yeah go go to suboptimalpods.com and sign up <laughs> if you want to hear Tani's take on the LA Times desert what I'm two two for two weeks in getting the promo in fast and furious great work I, I
2: um, did
1: it yeah before but, we introduced uh, the show did we introduce it <laughs> No, well, no. We say Kevin, it was a the, podcast. The order of so operations. Now they know it's a podcast. It goes <laughs> hello, <them> what? <laughs> t- linear time. Plug. <laughs> what medium it is? <laughs> yeah. Then our names. Then two voicemails. <laughs> then at the end of the show, we tell them the name of the podcast.
0: We're
1: mm-hmm. shaking things up.
0: We're thriving. I mean, that is linear time. Yeah, that we're fucking up. This, is, yo, is this racist.
1: Wow. Okay. Podcast. I guess we're being traditional. Wow.
0: Andrew T, Tanya Newsom, producer Kevin Bartel.
1: Hello. Hello. Um, so we don't have a ton of news stuff. That doesn't mean no racism happened. I just need to throw I, that, hold up that I think sign.
0: As, as we were discussing it, it was like, it just felt like even the bigotry, the bad stuff in the world news was like political and racist, but not like more racist than usual, I guess, if that makes sense. <laughs> You know And if we
1: start calling out those things, well, we gotta call out everything.
0: This couch yeah, I'm sitting on, yeah, Kevin's hedgehog.
1: That, we gotta, we gotta find racism couch, in everything. Actually.
0: We we tell you too n too for me to figure out why it's a racist. No, I mean it's like, you know, the fucking the racist democratic senators are like preventing the climate change bill from happening and that was already insufficient, blah blah blah. Like racist ultimately, but we have neither the skills nor the inclination to get get us all the way through why that's part, it's not particularly racist, I guess.
1: Ooh yo is this particularly racist? I mean sort of it sounds very I it sounds know. like English almost. Yo is this particularly <laughs> racist?
0: Oh we're doing voices I <laughs> This is proper um,
1: racist
0: Like labor stuff like everyone's going on Oh, proper racist. <laughs> Oi! Is this proper racist? <laughs> you lot
1: <laughs> in it, in it. Okay, sorry. Um, I know. Are you kids hate when we do that? Sorry. Like
0: every everyone, we don't fuck them.
1: Do oh, you know how many you.
0: how many British pounds it cost to subscribe to suboptimal
1: pods? <laughs> you figured this out once months ago, and it took you. It, it distracted your brain for like four minutes while I had to filibuster. So don't do that again.
0: I'm definitely. Um, don't don't Webbo. Google it right
1: now. Just sit down. <laughs> I'm not
0: not I'm just holding a piece of electrical tape up to the zoom camera and gonna fidget with this is my fidget spinner. My fidget spinner is a roll like a one third of a roll of tape.
1: How very analog of you. Mm, fun.
2: I was thinking about fidget spinners last night. Do you think they'll ever make a comeback? They were so big in twenty sixteen. Um yeah. but it feels yeah. like they kind of stayed there.
1: I think in yeah. 15 years, when, like, the the babies that are now <laughs> are 15 or so, yeah. they'll bring them back in, like, an ironic, weird way and torment their parents who will be people our age. I 100% agree with that. I'm going <laughs> to
0: say this. I think I think the fidget spinners came about because it just feels like at someone in a factory was like, shit, we made too many ball bearings this
1: month. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I actually oops, think, all ball bearings.
0: I do think we're in a world potentially where shit like places having a lot of extra ball bearings is going to become rarer and rarer.
1: Well, now uh, the supply chain shortage.
0: Yes, exactly. And once again, politics that is somehow racist, but we have we don't really have the skills to dig into exactly why. Exactly. Same with all the labor shit. Um, as of this recording, uh, it feels like the uh, IATSE is not on strike. But it uh, it's hard to know as an outsider to that union um, whether the agreement will be ratified. Why am I talking about shit that's ratified? Yeah, I don't know. The we're both in
1: adjacent unions. And, and I have read, I, I've read a lot about it, but I don't want to speak too much on it because I'm not in that union or a member of that community. But uh, it does look like the bullet points that were in that preliminary, whatever the fuck you call it, mm-hmm. uh, contract or whatever, did not address some of the core issues. And it sounds like a lot of the members, uh, specifically like uh, rest times, turnaround times, uh, work day lengths, health and pension stuff. So it sounds like a large uh, amount of the union is not satisfied. I'm sure. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't have the percentages. I don't even know if they do. But uh. yeah, you know, breaking
0: labor has always been at its heart kind of racist. But also labor unions are the 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 height of like it's not economics, it's or it's not race, it's economics. Mm. I don't know. Why would I throw that in there? That's what a dumb thing for me to say. But the point is this shit is way more complicated than the show usually gets into. And a bunch of other unions, John Deere, UAW, um, Mm -hmm. I think Nabisco is on strike still. But that felt like the main news.
1: Is that right? that's kind of been the main hollywood news which is let's be real all we're good for here
0: <laughs> yeah well right um, and that that like lack of perspective the one thing we did like even as i was like mentioning like oh yeah this happened before we started recording i was like so in the second round of the playoffs the team the atlanta baseball team with the racist name uh their fans do a thing i guess i will just say this in air quotes and hope that that is sufficient but the they do a a chant and a little dance hand motion whatever you want to call it called the tomahawk chop it is obviously incredibly fucking racist here's the thing i'm probably only thinking about it now it's the second round of the baseball playoffs they probably did it in the first round but we're all or i it's only really come to my attention Mm because they're playing the Dodgers and so people I know are seeing it on TV but I don't know is right so news? now our
1: timeline is talking about it whereas, yeah well I, I mean I I also struggle with th- those things too because I often don't know where those those racist teams are, are and what they're doing because yeah. I'm just not a sports fan um yeah. three years ago when I was in Atlanta and I went to my first Atlanta baseball yes. game I did not know it existed I mean, yeah. long time listeners of the show remember me coming back and just being like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was really shocking to just be in attendance around thousands of, I mean, mostly white people, although Atlanta's pretty blended, which means they're pretty blended in their racism as well. But yeah. Yeah. it was unnerving. So I, I didn't know that that was still going on. Oh, yeah.
0: Oy, A oy, big oy. time. Apparently, quite big time. I've not, I, I don't particularly like baseball. So I have not. I did not watch it, but apparently it is like, but again, it's like, this is, you know, it's it's like, is it particular news? I don't, I imagine it simply can't be.
1: Andrew, like, moments like this, when we're running out of stuff to talk about, do do those um, network executives who wanted to make this a TV show, who ultimately said there just wouldn't be enough racism in the world, do you think that they they were vindicated? Do you think they were, they were right? <laughs> Are you like, yeah, network exec, you guys were right.
0: I still think no, because there's always the voicemails.
1: That's true. We have never run out. When when have we ever had to say, guys, please, we're really running low. The barrel yeah. is running low. Can you please call in? <laughs> Here's the thing.
0: Also, on on the version of a TV show, we would have a writing staff and researcher who, who researchers who would probably we would be like, all right, someone get to the bottom of why this fucking you know climate change mm-hmm. shit is racist.
2: The angle is there. But what if you have a producer that says, remember fidget spinners? Oh, Mm -hmm. okay.
1: And what if you have two hosts who also have 14 other jobs? Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. So no one's bringing their best.
2: And the producer (laughs) is also trying to work in the goofs on the IMDb page for the Adam Sandler movie, Hubie Halloween.
1: (laughs) Explain yourself. What are you talking about? What you I watched videos? 20
2: minutes of Hubie Halloween last night and <laughs> when I that? opened up Google Chrome. It's a Netflix Adam Sandler movie. Is it new? So when I was looking up fidget spinners, the first thing I saw was <laughs> the stalks of corn in the corn maze are fresh and green. On October 31st in Massachusetts, the corn stalks would be dried out and brown. So so people
1: are correcting this movie?
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the corn stalks. Oh, it's from last year. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't know where my brain was. My brain was probably thinking about the presidential election, I suppose, instead of Hubie Halloween.
1: Yeah, I mean, Halloween last year was a little wild. I didn't know it existed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) I was looking for movies last night, and I was like, what is this? (laughs) We can't get too much into Halloween, guys. We already did our Halloween episode early. October 1st. (laughs) No more spookies. (laughs) How do you feel about people who embrace all of, quote, spooky season? I just started discovering this as a thing that adults who I respect do and I don't quite understand, but I would like to withhold judgment. Mm. I've stumped
0: I think you crowd, can have
1: <laughs> judgment. I don't know. I guess I don't
0: know why you would like what to What bothers you judgment? specifically
2: about it? Like <laughs> I, the, the I think decorating of houses or?
1: No, I think calling the whole season spooky season, maybe because I really like just like fall. I like autumn as yeah, a season. Me too. And that's a very that's a very Midwest thing. We mm-hmm. we all experienced a lot of good autumns before moving here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't like the rebranding of it as some kitschy fucking Walgreens witch. <laughs> mm. Skeleton pies. I don't like gross looking dessert. Somebody posted a picture of they They made like cut off fingers that were cookies. I don't like gross mm-hmm. stuff. And, but yeah. here, let me be really honest. And I'm sorry, we're kind of doing the other show now, guys. Again, Yo Can We Live on Fridays. It's mostly this bullshit I'm about to do right now. <laughs> I think Plus it's corny.
0: one take on an LA Times uh, desert article. That's right, go to suboptimalpods.com, sign up.
1: What's insane <laughs> is that I it says I've used up my free articles and I can't even read the fucking thing. And I've read no articles. Anyway. Oh no. Here's what I think I don't like about it. And this is a this is a judgment on myself. It seems corny in the same way that like Disney adults strike me as corny, but I think that's residual, like. Trying to be a fake cool kid thing, like mm-hmm. anyone experiencing joy for things, I think is dumb. So I, I will admit that I can, I can back I, off.
0: Let ah, me throw, Halloween. let me throw this out there for you. This dumb is this spooky
2: is what kids it is. and uh, Disney adults <laughs> in a single blow.
1: <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying it's I'm the one with the problem, y'all. You all like things. People who like Harry Potter, I love that you like things. But when I, yeah. but I do have a twinge of judgment when I meet like a 40 year old man who's talking about spooky season. It doesn't have to be a man. Any yeah. gender is talking about spooky season. I'm like, sir, mm-hmm. it just talk about fall. Well, I
0: thought, let me throw this out there. Let me let me let me throw out an option for you to launder your judgment through. Maybe it's because okay. you're you're goth and these people just thinking of October as spooky season is like amateur hour. It's like weekend warrior shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're about that spooky year
1: yeah mm-hmm. i'm listening to craft work most days of the year
0: yeah it's all spooky in fact the only time you take a spooky spooky weekend off is when it's october halloween is your most normcore day and then yeah. you go then it's bad right
1: back because i don't want to be associated with the, the amateur hour mm-hmm. so that's why on halloween i celebrate christmas
2: mm-hmm. being annoyed with People being into spookiness because it's not hot autumn is the most like Midwest <laughs> shit I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, oh no, you knocked over something.
0: Okay, we're we're back. We don't remember what we were talking about because uh, we we'll, I guess TBD how much of the up to this we'll leave in, but um, there was there was a small explosion in somebody's house. <laughs> Tune in to uh Yoka We Live. This at is a teaser now oh my God. to find <laughs> out right. whose house had a tiny little explosion, but we're back and everyone's okay. Maybe they're okay. I don't know. Find out if they're everyone's okay at suboptimalpods.com.
1: <laughs> Insane. Just pure <laughs> this Disgusting. Is bad, this is a
0: bad bit. I hate the Andrew is on top of promo bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Uh we'll we'll be bad stop. at it again. Don't worry, guys. We're
0: not the ones <laughs> forcing you to do it. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I'm
2: saying yeah. It's a bad we didn't have com- some
1: meeting
0: that said it's like bad, Andrew, please. It's bad comedy. I hate it, <laughs> and yet my brain keeps going there. And I apologize. Uh, I apologize. It's very funny to do with like <laughs>
2: scary video footage of like check out this wild thing that happened on my Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen that a few
1: times. It's like come on. Check out if someone maybe got hurt. It's like wh- what are uh-huh. you doing? Cool. Well, actually, let's. Why don't we take a real break? Unless anyone has anything else to talk about. Nope. And then we'll get to these voicemails. voicemails. Okay, so a real break, no explosions. Here we go. And we're back. No! No, Andrew. Oh, gosh, Kevin, too. Well, everyone here (laughs) exploded. I guess it's just me.
2: What is this? The LAPD (sighs) putting out fireworks?
0: Remember? Damn, nice callback.
1: (laughs) Wow, really good. Yeah, I was gonna say something about one of our sponsors, but I don't, I don't know which ad you guys just heard. But I just want to yeah, say I'm very sure. excited about one of our our newer sponsors right now. Andrew and I are both very excited about we, we sure the
0: crops are that will we yield. I guess that should just be the ad. I guess so. Uh, voicemails. Let's do that. voicemails.
3: Them. Hi, this is Chris. I'm a white straight cis male. I work in Hollywood at a hospital. I just got off work. It was really dark, and I was driving on Hollywood Boulevard, and there was a cyclist in the middle of the road uh, going toward me, uh, so going opposite my direction, and he was going the turning lane, but also sort of seemed like he was on my side of the road, and he was Black and I, I am aware that if you call the cops on black people, that's bad. Uh, partially, a cap, which is, I mean, a cap, a cap, a cap, a cap. But also that you're putting your lives at risk because of what happens. Uh, so, I, and I know I'm minimizing things. My my language isn't correct here. What does one do in a situation like this where? A person, so this cyclist was very hard to see and I was afraid that cyclist was going to get hit by a car because I barely saw the cyclist. He was in a black hoodie and shorts and he was riding in the middle of the road. I, I, I don't know what his deal was, but what, what do you do if your concern is both either that, that a car, you know, that, that mayhem might ensue, but you also don't want to call the police? You don't want to put that person's life at risk. All right. Uh, and so that is my question. Thanks. Okay. Bye.
1: <sighs> I mean, who is this a thing that crosses people's minds? Call the cops if someone's just not not biking safely? <laughs> like, truly, <literally, Yeah>. what? <laughs> I mean, what?
0: I. I think this is like, this is a real perspective thing. And it's like, you know, our, we'll, we'll say well-meaning white collar still has a part of inside of him where he's like, the cops are there to help people. Like, and that is a butting against his like learned, hopefully learned reality, which is the cops are not particularly there to help black people.
1: Well, uh, also just the logistics,
0: yeah, a, a what, biker what do you is call again
1: is moving uh, look I've seen plenty of people who I'm like oh you should really be in a reflective thing like people walking people on bikes, whatever uh, Chicago was like wild in that way people just will wear the darkest shit and not give a fuck and I it has never crossed my mind to be like I know what this situation needs police <laughs> like yeah <laughs> what is gonna happen? you're gonna call them and a if you're in any sort of large ish city, they're they're, well, they're probably not going to come, first of all. And then if they do come, things could go very bad, as you articulated in the call. So I guess points for learning that. But I am yeah. astounded at this response.
0: Yeah. To a person in black clothing. It is really, yeah, just like... I mean, I guess to the extent that it is maybe just like trying to be sort of charitable to the caller for reasons. I'm not really clear on why I'm stretching for. But like... It, it it's that like, you know, the police are the caller seems to have learned that the the police are not a good solution to uh practically anything, really. Like they're not they're not good. Um, but I do think maybe if it's helpful, and I still don't think it's helpful in this case, is that there are lots of resources that are not the police. Mm. Um, you know you cuz it's like the one of the reasons like police are you know prone to to do shit like this is that it's such an extreme response calling the police on someone who you think is biking unsafely mm-hmm. so they are much more likely to act in an extreme way like they have fucking guns do you like there's no world where a person with a gun is needed to remedy this solution.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know, and I also just feel like I don't know where this caller lives, but maybe you don't see yeah. a lot of. I feel like it's a very city thing to see people just in like too dark of clothing, or or who aren't, yeah. you know, fitted out with like who knows? Maybe they can't afford proper reflective gear, but they got to get home from work or something. Like it's just uh, all I've ever done is just like keep the widest berth from them, or like sometimes when you're sharing lanes. You know, if you can stay behind them for a little while, that protects yeah. them a little bit more than just also, zipping cyclists paths. cyclists are
0: allowed to be in the road. <laughs> like Yeah, for sure. Cyclists. I, I mean, I actually had a situation very similar to this. I think the other day I was like driving north on Glendale Boulevard and mm-hmm. there was a dude, it was at night, a dude in a black hoodie skateboarding in the middle of the lane i was in he actually was doing the good thing of taking the whole lane i think part of the problem is like that might have been me
1: (laughs) kevin get yourself a reflective vest i I don't
3: think
0: it was (laughs) all i'm saying is the trajectory and direction and area where he was going i was a little bit like that man has only one path and that is onto the highway (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, he was like truly just yeah. headed straight for the highway entrance and I was like I, mean, I don't fucking know so I got in the other yeah. lane I passed him and I got back in the original lane and then got on the highway but he was in on the highway wow. entrance lane and I don't know what his plan was exactly but um, I literally the only thing I considered doing which is the only thing that the caller really maybe could be doing which is, is a solution is you fucking roll down your window and you say, yo, hard to see it, man.
1: Yeah, be careful. I'm, uh, yeah, it was hard to see. I don't want you to get hit. You got a yeah. flashlight or something? Yeah. It's like, And they'll probably just be like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, Your efforts are probably going to go unrewarded. But calling yeah. the cops, I'm losing my mind.
0: Yeah. But obviously not calling the cops. I don't know if a, another subtext of this is like, you know. And I still think you know, uh, folks, uh, we overly use this as well. But like you know, if it feels like this person was behaving in another unsafe manner to themselves, but the cops is not. If if you claim, and I I think it's like the call is probably heart is in the quote unquote right place, but yeah, maybe it, brain is not. Is like if you think you're doing it for that person's safety, cops isn't even on that list. Yeah. Like, cops do not contribute to that person's safety. Nah. What was that? Didn't I mention a website that I used a couple don't months call the ago? Don'tCallThePolice.com? Yeah, Don'tCallThePolice.com.
2: Yeah. I'm on it right now. There's unfortunately no biking in the wrong lane category.
1: Nothing for dark <laughs> dark clothing <laughs> outside at night yeah. category. Just yell, roll down your window and be like, yo, hard to see you." Mm-hmm. Yeah, or are you all right? Because like, yeah. then mm-hmm. maybe they are having a rough time or they're disoriented totally. or something.
0: But I guess the good thing is the caller did the right thing, which is fucking minding their own business and calling us later.
1: Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. So you know
0: what? Weirdly, one of the few times where it sounds like the caller perfectly executed the right thing to do, and yet who the hell is this
1: charitable Andrew? I don't recognize you. (laughs) I'm just
0: saying. Yeah. All right. Voicemail. Let's do another voicemail.
1: Hi. So
3: I am a Cambodian-American, and I just moved to Baltimore, Maryland. And I am trying to make new friends here because I don't really know anyone in the area. And I don't know if it's weird for me to want to make friends that are specifically Asian people. Is that a weird thing, first of all? And second of all? how do you go about making friends as an adult? And would it be weird for me to speak out Asian people as those friends? Uh, thanks. Love the show. Bye.
2: This was every episode of me and former producer Song's podcast, maybe don't, was just uh, <laughs> adult
0: friending. How
2: basically. do you make yeah. friends? How do you make
1: friends?
0: I mean, obviously my answer just start a podcast. Start a
1: podcast, yeah. Yep. That's that's where these friendships that you hear now before you have come from. Uh, yeah, it I don't know.
0: sort of regrettably true. I think most of my new friends have been started as guests on the podcast since it For started. sure.
1: It's um, almost
0: a thousand
1: percent. This I is mean, a variation
0: a... on a theme, I feel like, for us. We usually get white people being like, how do I meet black people?
1: Pokemon, <laughs> gotta catch them all.
0: Yeah. So this is new. An Asian person being like,
1: uh, is it weird? How do I meet meet my fellows? Yeah. I mean, okay, that's a glib answer. Starting a podcast is glib, but it also could work. Like, you know. Now, these days, you buy a $100 mic, you already got a MacBook, you can publish a (laughs) podcast for free. Make it about Asian shit. Invite some people you meet around the community. I, I, I'm like...
0: Maybe this is this. I think this is going to start falling into like easy for me, easy for us to say kind of territory. Mm. Cause I think none of us have as much trouble like um, talking to people, meeting people as maybe some of the listeners. But so I guess I maybe will not hone in on that part. Cause it's like, I don't know. You make friends by doing shit is how yeah. I've ever done it. It's like just. Cult of, uh, you know what, the answer to both of these is, like, to me, overthinking it and trying too hard is kind of almost the only way to not achieve your stated goals. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. If you want to meet more Asian people, just do shit. I, like, it even feels weird, like, how how much are you actively avoiding Asian shit that, like, you're not coming across Asian people?
1: Did they say they were in right? Denver?
0: Baltimore. Baltimore.
1: Oh, just kidding. I mean, yeah. I don't know what the demographics are like there, but I was just, I was wondering if, yeah, the place that they lived was not helping with just Asian folk being around. Sure. Um, but it's like,
0: you know, you, you don't like meet people at a bar, restaurant, mm-hmm. grocery store.
1: I think it's hard if you're not like an extrovert, like you were saying.
0: Yeah, I know, right. So, so maybe-
1: Making friends is hard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Making friends is hard. Not for us, of course.
1: No, we're very well liked. Um, (laughs) No, but it is hard. Like, I had trouble. I've talked about making friends with, you know, black women who want to be outdoorsy. um, Mm Because that's a smaller category of Mm -hmm. us. I tend to have a lot of black women friends, and then I'll have a lot of white friends who I end up doing a lot more things with. Um, Mm. And so I was trying to balance those scales. But it's hard. I... I met one friend by doing her podcast. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I met another friend because she was a producer for my Star Trek podcast. so, mm-hmm. I guess all my friends only come from podcasts. This is not helpful
0: well so but part of it is like like I think one thing that you have done, speaking of the outdoor stuff, is like you organize and invite people, yeah. Like, you want to do shit mm-hmm. with more people of color outside. So you're like, hey, we're all going to go up to this very easy camping trip. You know, mm-hmm. you, especially the first couple times, you you and your your crew, uh, like, took on way more of the logistics. Sure. You know, you lowered the bar for people. So, so for, like, someone like me who was like, yeah, I camped when I was, like, 15. And I can, like, <laughs> do it. But I don't, like, I wouldn't have planned on it. I was like, fuck it, I'll come.
1: Sure, yeah. And I just
0: had a weed gummy and went right to bed. But the fact is, I was there. (laughs) and
1: Yeah, you didn't so much camp as you did just sleep outside.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot of sleeping. A lot of sleeping, a lot of, like, oh, this tent is very old. But other (laughs) than that, but yeah, that's what I'm saying is, like, you know, this is just on the, like, when you find it harder to make friends thing. It's like, you know... Create opportunities for things you like and invite people to them.
1: Yeah. Because I I also don't think it's weird. I I don't think it's weird to like say, hey, this is a thing for, you know, there's always like women's groups or like, you know, groups for black women or whatever. I think it's okay for you to say this is an Asian women's thing and, you know, you can decide how strict you want to be on that policy. But yeah, put up a. What's the equivalent of putting up a flyer? Is that what Facebook is? Yeah. You tell people on Facebook, come to this, uh... whatever thing you're good at that you can host. Yeah,
2: Instagram story or something. Mm Yeah. Yeah, I have a recent experience of like introducing two separate friends who did not know each other at all and now the three of us have become like very close and then one of them kind of jokingly is always like the life of the party even though he's like all three of us are relatively like Pretty soft spoken. But he always now, every time we hang hang out, we'll bring like one or two people that my other friend and I have never met before. So we like got drinks on Friday, and he was like, Oh, these are my friends Ashley and Sarah. And we're like, hey, great to meet you. And then I mean, that guy's got a roll of decks. Maybe I should just introduce you to my friend Harry. And then he probably <laughs> has some Baltimore <laughs> hookups. But like Fucking it Harry. did kind of give me some perspective of like. Man, having one social person in my group is really changing my, uh, (laughs) it's really upping the amount of people I'm meeting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it, question for Andrew. Oh. Do you think, um? (laughs) do you think it's easier, not easier, but do you think there's more opportunity for black people to meet each other because we have designated spaces that we tend to, need to go that is specific to us. I'm thinking, like, hair salons and barber shops. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're a church-going person, those can often be pretty, like, racially segregated, not good or bad, just said in a neutral way. Mm -hmm. Am I just not aware of those spaces for Asian folk?
0: I think because of the way, especially lots of parts of this country, both with, like, the number of Asian people, but also just with Asian people's First of all, like, the the broadness of needs and socioeconomics and um, you know the ability for you know lots of types of Asian people to just ignore their Asian-ness should they choose um, or should they choose to try um, I think that's it's a little less like focused in that mm-hmm. regard or or it tends to be a little like more like specifically segregated which may be a thing that um shoot i'm trying to remember um what the caller said she was but cambodian uh, american cambodian yeah but not one of the like you know top 3 east asian like relatively powerful asian people like top 3 is in economics i guess but it's not like the like the kind of like but so even where i grew up right like there wasn't like a quote asian community there was like a chinese community and mm. like that involved like specific things like mostly for my parents, it was like Chinese language school for the kids, mm. um, incompetently run in many ways, but it was like, that was a, you know, a way for all the Chinese people, but you know, and I wasn't really old enough to understand the dynamics of that. Like, I don't know what would have happened if, you know, a Japanese person showed up to that. I just think they wouldn't, I don't even know how they would have heard about it. I guess I, I don't know uh, really Um, so like I think there's probably some level of that which is just that it is like more closed off as a system the idea of like just a general Asian American thing is like not as prevalent as the idea of like a black thing um In terms of like spaces and organizations, not that they don't exist, but they're just—I—I feel confident in saying it's just not as like not as prevalent, especially when so much of that is peeled off into like, you know, I'm just going to use as an example like the student association thing, right? It's Mm -hmm. like Black Student Association, but like you might see an Asian thing, but you also might see like the Korean Language Club, the Mm -hmm. you know, and you would less see like a. Congolese Student Association or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever. Some of those borders are drawn by colonialists. Yada, yada. <laughs> you know, I'm not making a perfect analogy. But that's my fucking guess would be yeah. that the caller sort of maybe doubly isolated um, in that regard. Sure. Um, um.
1: Yeah, so I, I guess like, like with anything, if you want to make friends, you got to join groups that are related to your interests. Now you just have an added filter, maybe two added filters. Maybe you're seeking out Asian shit or maybe you're specifically seeking out Cambodian-American shit. Um, Yeah. And if you don't see that, then you got to start it. Yeah. I think about, like, um, our friend Kulap Vilaisak, she didn't see a ton of uh, Lao people coming together in uh, as many organized ways as she wanted here in Los Angeles. So she helped start Los Angeles, which maybe entertainment... Hmm. Uh, related, I, think I don't is. know that it's strictly entertainment, but you well, know she's obviously yeah. someone with like access and reach, and so she was able to help start this thing. Um, yeah, I don't know what kind of time you have, caller, but making friends is hard. Not for me. Just oh kidding. God, I'm Andrew swimming just well. swimming in friendships. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Do we t- do we do a show? We're probably we a little did. light on time given some of the. <laughs> some of the scrambling we did I had but. an explosion <laughs> Tawny that was for the that was to be revealed on Yo Can We Live you already
1: said you hate this bit <laughs> I,
0: can't, I can't I can't get rid he of it he loves it I love the bit
1: <laughs> Kevin what did we forget to talk about
2: I think we got all of the big things maybe just our Twitter handles and the phone number
1: That's that sounds like the way to end a show my Twitter handle is mm-hmm. Trondi Newman Oh, mine's also.
2: Andrew
0: T.
1: Uh-huh.
2: I'm Kevin J Bartelt. Just did an epic thread about clunky podcast edits. That, Whoa. Uh, that's true. I, uh, Yeah. Had a little too much fun making last night. Oh so my God, I cannot uh, wait to uh, read throw, it. throw that a like at Kevin Oof. J. Bartelt. <laughs>
1: I cannot wait to read and like and subscribe.
2: Thank you, everyone. Um, yeah, please subscribe.
0: 323 <laughs> <laughs> That's 323389 RACE. Yeah, I, th- I actually will say that there's a world where we gave the calls slightly short shrift this week because I do think they were actually kind of interesting. But so thank you for the great calls. Do you think we didn't callers. treat
1: them as though they were interesting?
0: I think I, f- I think for some reason we actually took them too seriously.
1: Oh, interesting. <laughs> well, I had a near death experience, and then the first caller threw yeah. me by trying to call the cops on someone in a hoodie. So I just
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> Or this is this is gonna have to be the show. This is what we did this week.
1: <laughs> this is gonna have to be the show. Enjoy Thank you. it.
0: <laughs> enjoy. Bye. Enjoy it all.
1: Bye. This is